1: it lot of shine, still let it shine. Still I'm am gonna let it shine,
0: let it shine, let
1: it shine, let it shine. I'm gonna let it shine, oh in my church, I'm gonna let it shine, oh in my church, I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. in my school… I'm going to let it shine Oh, in my school I'm going to let it shine Oh, in my school I'm going to let it shine Let it shine, let it shine Let it shine Light of my. I'm gonna let it shine. Little light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine. Little light
0: of mine. I'm gonna let let it shine. Let it
1: shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Light of mine. let it, shine. Let, it shine. let it shine, let
0: it shine, let it shine,
1: let it shine. Page nine of tradition. Yeah, yeah. It's joy in every heart And smile on everything It's alright, it's alright It's alright right. right to praise the Lord It's alright, it's alright, it's alright right. We're His children and we love like To praise the Lord Cause it's alright you don't have to worry. You might be standing here. We're all gathering in the same. And worship's why were you? It's all right. It's all right. It's all right to praise the Lord. It's all right. It's all right. We're made children and we like to praise the Lord because it's alright. I woke up this morning, I praise in Jesus' name. All day long my had is joy and my heart had to say, it's alright. It's all right, it's all right, it's all right to praise, praise, praise the Lord. Lord, it's all right, it's all right. We're here to no turn and we like to praise, praise the Lord, it's all right. It's all right, it's all right. It's all right. It's alright to praise the Lord. It's alright. It's alright. Right. We're his children hmm. and we are. Praise the, the Lord because it's alright. It's alright. It's alright. It's alright like to praise the Lord. It's alright. It's, it's alright
0: it's alright.
1: We're his children and we like. Praise the Lord because it's all right. We're his children and we like. Praise the Lord because it's all right.
0: Jesus. Yes, amen. Praise God. And it is all right to praise the Lord, no matter where you're at. You don't need to be concerned about who might see you or what they might think. We should not be embarrassed or ashamed or shy about praising the Lord. Amen. We're here together today, no matter where you're at, whether it's in public or private, we're here for the same purpose, serve and to praise and to worship and to learn, all of it included. Amen. These are all ingredients of our worship services, and we should leave none of these ingredients out. We should lift our hands in praise. There's a purpose for worship music, and it's not entertainment but worship. Amen. So if you do not lift your hands in worship during this music, then I encourage you to start doing that because that welcomes a greater measure of God's spirit into your meeting place. No matter where you meet at, even if you're by yourself or with others you lift your arms in praise, it welcomes him in. And he feels more welcome. And you will feel him better. You want to feel his presence more and more. As time goes by, you need to feel more and more of his presence. And that will help. Amen? And if we are arrested for such, or if people mock or laugh, are really cool, these are okay. It's okay. We are told to expect such. It's okay, amen. It's all right to praise the Lord, amen. 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 God is so good to us, we should be good to Him, amen. Amen. Let's do one more song, and then we'll go in prayer. Let's do page 11, Oh, I Want to See Him.
1: When in service for the king, dark may be the night,
0: but our clean will close to him, he will give
1: me life. Satan safely vaccines my soul, turn my thoughts aside, but my Lord goes ahead with me because Oh, I want to see him look upon his face. they listening forever of his saving grace on the streets of glory. Let me lift my voice. Here's all past, home at last, ever to rejoice. travel through the land, singing as, as I go, pointing soul to, to Calvary, to, to the crimson world. world. Many I will, I will hear hear my, soul my soul from without weapon, but my Lord, Lord leads me on, through Him I must win. Oh, stand. I want I to see Him look upon His face. There the sing forever of the saving grace. On the street of glory, let me lift my voice. Give up past home at last, ever to rejoice. before me will the skies from the mighty Then my Lord breaks my bar, he does sing with and he leads me gently on through this world of. loves. He's a real friend to me, oh, I love him so. Oh, I want to see him look upon his face. May Sing
0: forever, I've saving grace, on, on the streets of glory, let me lift my voice. Here I go past, all my hearts, ever to rejoice. Amen. Praise Jesus. Okay. Let me move my computer over here. Turn the microphone down a little bit. Let's go. Move my computer. Let's in prayer. Lord, Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for our gathering together here that you have called us for this day, for this time, for this season, for this generation, that you have called and chosen us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for this day. Thank you. Lord, for all of our trials and tribulations. Thank you for the victories. Thank you for the uptimes and the downtimes. Thank you for strengthening us for the days ahead. Thank you for this message that we are about to receive. Please help us, Lord, to understand it through the fullness. Please help us to comprehend it and please help us in how we are to apply this message in our life. Not just to listen, but how to apply your will in our lives because of this message. Please help us, Lord, to pay attention. Please help us to worship you. Please help us to pray as we listen. Pray for the message. To pray. For our application to pray for your spirit pray for the pastor as he delivers the message that your word and your spirit will flow through him we ask Lord for fellowship with one another after services for those that can we pray for more brothers and sisters for those that are by themselves we pray, Lord, that their husbands, their wives, their families will come into unity in the truth soon. We pray for deliverance and salvation for our families, our friends, and those that we are witnessing too. We pray, Lord, that you would help us to witness better, to explain the truth better to share the truth better so that our seeds will bear forth good fruit for your kingdom and for your glory. We pray all of this according to your will in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Praise Jesus. Jesus. Let's turn to the book of Thessalonians. Praise the Lord to Kareem and Fiona, they got their Bibles now. Praise the Lord. Amen. God is so good. Now, when you get these Bibles, they're kind of a little bit stiff at first, hard for the pages to stay open. So what you need to do is kind of just flip through all these pages, and as you do, flipping all the way from the back of the Bible to the front, Flipping through all these different pages, push back on the pages a little bit. It won't hurt it, but break that binding loose just a little bit. Get these pages whooped up. Kind of press in in the middle of the two pages. Kind of just press on in there with your hands. In the binding in the middle of the two pages as you go through it so I'm gonna start at the back of the Bible and I'm gonna move about 10 20 pages or so then I'm gonna take my hand and press down in the middle then I'm gonna move about another 20 30 pages and press down in the middle and then I'm gonna keep doing that every 20 30 pages maybe 50 pages or so down in the middle and we'll get this book loosened up a little bit and, uh, that way it'll stay open better as we read and i going to still do that maybe about 10 pages per time and go back to the back again and do it again from the back to the front and then finally we're going to open up to the book of one thessalonians Chapter 5. Let's go ahead and go there. 1 Thessalonians, chapter 5. And I'll press there again on that page so the book will stay open. Amen. I don't really like calling it a book, but sometimes that slips out. I'm not sure how to call it Bible. As often as possible to show it the honor and respect for the scripture. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Let's land there. Praise the Lord. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 3. While they are saying peace and safety, then destruction will come upon them suddenly, King James says, sudden destruction, same thing. Sudden destruction or destruction that will come upon them suddenly, like labor pains upon a woman with child, and they will not escape. They will not escape. Amen. While they are saying peace and safety, then destruction will come upon them suddenly, like labor, pains upon a woman with child. Amen. That phrase, peace and safety, the word safety there can be translated as safety or it can be translated as security or stability. Either way. And I would like for you to write. At the end of the sentence, at the end of that verse, you have plenty of room to write in there, security slash stability. Security slash stability equals Abraham Accords. Security slash stability equals Abraham Accords. you can even draw a little bit of an arrow from the word safety to the word security. So again, safety can be translated as safety, security, or stability, either way. The Abraham Accords is the so-called peace treaty that has been signed between Israel and the United Arab Immigrants and perhaps one or two other nations as well, I believe. Arab nations, Muslim nations. So-called peace treaty between the Arab nations and Israel that was signed back in September and other nations may have signed on since then. This is not a true Peace, because true peace will not come to this earth until all wickedness, all demons, the devil himself is conquered on the very last day of the hundred years at the great white throne judgment. Until then, there is going to be sin and wickedness and war and battles and death on this world until we get there to paradise. most people have been taught a seven-year peace treaty there's nothing in this Abraham Accords that says anything about seven years and I do not believe that we have seven years left before Jesus comes back we know that the Bible actually does not teach a seven-year great tribulation nor does it teach a seven-year tribulation with the final three-and-a-half being a great tribulation. There's no such teaching in the Bible. It is simply three-and-a-half years from the time of the invasion of Israel, with 30 days of fleeing before that, with a wrath that comes after the great tribulation as well. Wrath being only 41 and a half days of the wrath being poured out upon the earth after those uh, 1260 days of great tribulation, three and a half years. Add all that up, that's 1,335 days. All of that starts at current. Now, it's very significant that Abraham Accords uses this phrase, peace and safety. It also uses the phrase peace and security and peace and stability. The word peace appears in the Abraham Accords document 29 or 30 times, the word peace, in that document. The phrase peace and security appears once in that document, and peace and stability occurs twice in that document both of these phrases peace and security and peace and stability and also a third phrase peace and safety is often found in the press releases the news whenever you read the news about abrahamic wars, you see these phrases repeatedly the often peace and safety peace and security and peace and stability In the notes that I posted on MeRead, I give the uh, links to where you can look at the actual document of what it says. Now, here in 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 3, this peace and safety, which I firmly believe is the Abraham Accords, where everybody, a lot of people, a lot of people are saying, look at what Donald Trump has done. Look at what he has done. He's a man of peace. He deserves the Nobel Peace Prize. And I believe he does deserve the Nobel Peace Prize for his attempts and what he has accomplished with a respectable goal. But at the same time, he's naive and being led in deception by Babylonian preachers to think that this peace treaty can actually be successful long-term. So he's being led in deception about that. And there is an underlying spirit of deception behind these Abraham Accords. For example, the United Arab Immigrants and any other Islamic nation that signs on to these Accords, they know secretly, they know that they will not always keep this peace treaty. They know that in their heart and in their mind and in their ultimate goal, Islam must conquer the world in their mind. That is what they believe. With all of their mind, with all of their being, with all of their soul, they believe that Islam should conquer America and that America should be defeated. And the same with Israel, that Israel should be defeated. By Islam and by Islamic nations. That is really what they believe and what they desire. However, they agree to sign the Abraham Accords in order to buy the airplanes, the military jets from America, so that they can take those same military jets and bomb Israel. That is their heart. That is their goal. That is their desire. And that is the spirit of deception behind Abraham Accords. Amen. it's false peace, not true peace. Now, this peace and safety being Abraham Accords, notice how this is in 1 Thessalonians 5, and look what's on the very next page. What is on the very next page? The strong delusion. 2 Thessalonians 2 is on the very next page strong delusion comes very soon after all these people are saying peace and safety peace and safety peace and security peace and stability peace between israel and the muslims i've been trying to talk to get one person on the internet To understand in these past few days, trying to get him to understand that
1: God does not want
0: peace between the Muslims and other groups. Amen? God does not want peace, and we should not pray for peace between the Muslims and any other group. Whether it's Israel, America, India, or Africa, or Europe, or who? God doesn't want peace with the Muslims, and we shouldn't pray for peace with the Muslims because the goal of Islam is world domination, conquest, and murder and death for the Christians, and for Israel, and for America, and for the saints. Amen. We must face the facts. We should not try to live in a fantasy, a fantasy imagination that we could actually be at peace with everybody and that there would be no war. We have not entered paradise yet. Amen. We have not entered paradise yet. Therefore, there is still war, there is still death, there is still wickedness. And if we don't defeat them first, they will defeat us. First. Amen. It is life or death when it comes to trying to so-called coexist with such extremist groups. Islam, even the so-called moderate Muslims are not moderate at all because they are funding with their tithes, whatever they call it in Islam, They are funding the Islamic terrorism and the destruction and the invasion of America and Israel and of your nation, wherever you're at. All of that's being funded and equipped and trained right now by your so-called moderate Muslim. Amen. So do not be deceived that we can have peace and safety and security by coexisting and dealing along with these wicked Satan worshipers. Amen. Now all this is tied together with birth pains. So there's got to be a birth between now and a later time period now that birth is the birthing of the strong delusion and of the great tribulation is actually the birthing of the great tribulation okay we're going to compare this with Matthew 24 so finally let's go over Matthew 24 verse 8 We'll press down on the middle of the Bible right there. Help the pages get more flexible. Matthew 24, verse 8. But all these things are the beginning of birth pains. And it has a footnote for Revelation 12 but I would like for you to add into that at the end of that verse after it says Revelation 12 add the reference 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 3 because it's directly connected amen directly connected 1 Thessalonians 5 3 right in there at the end of that verse so all these things are the beginning of birth pains, Revelation 12 and 1 Thessalonians 5, 3. So Jesus is saying that you're going to see wars and rumors of wars. You're going to have earthquakes, hurricanes, false Christ, deception, all these things. And all these things are the beginning of birth pain. Amen. So birth pain would be just like we saw in 1 Thessalonians 5 about a woman being in birth pain. And then verse 9, then they will deliver you up to tribulation and they will murder you and you will be hated by all nations because of my name. Now, if we apply that for Revelation 6, where it talks about the seals, we know that the fifth seal comes right after the plagues. The fourth seal in Revelation 6 is the plagues, the sicknesses that we're seeing, eyewitnessing right now. And there will be more, it will increase. And part of that, those plagues, will be the vaccines, causing additional sickness and death. That word plague or pestilence can also be translated as death. So it can be death associated with a virus or a plague, but not directly the virus itself. It can be the viruses. It can, it will and does include viruses. But because it can be translated as both death and pestilence, plagues, it can include, that fourth seal can include not only the viruses and bacteria, but also can include related vaccines that equal death without actually being the virus itself. And I am convinced that there will be much death from the vaccines because they rushed it to the market extremely, extremely fast without enough testing, even though they did test on people in Africa and other nations. I believe there was some testing down in uh, South America as well, as well as parts of America and Asia, different places that they did testing. But nevertheless, not enough testing and not not enough long-term observation of the side effects and so forth. We know that the number one vaccine that they are rushing in multiple nations, Pfizer, is very unstable vaccine that has to be kept what was it 70 minus 90 Fahrenheit minus 90 degrees below zero Fahrenheit has to be kept extremely 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 frozen to keep its stability and that simply will not occur in your pharmacies and in your doctor's offices they're not going to be able to freeze it at that temperature. So it's going to be kept at like 40 degrees, 50 degrees, and so it will be very unstable, a very unstable vaccine, which will not be very effective, but the side effects will be worse than the virus itself. I believe there'll be more people to die from the vaccine than what has actually died from. The virus. I could be wrong on this, but that is my thinking, and I do believe that we will see uh, more bacterias and viruses appear as well, be released on purpose as well as God bringing it about in a natural way. Additional viruses, also Ebola. We will definitely see Ebola get completely out of control. Completely out of control. You can definitely guarantee that that's going to happen. It might be after you. Lose the internet. You might not hear about it, but it's going to happen either either before or after we lose the internet. So these birth pains happens just before the tribulation, but the actual birth is birthing to the martyrdom. A birthing to the martyrdom. The martyrdom is the great tribulation. And the martyrdom actually will even begin even at the strong delusion, even during the 30 days of fleeing there will be some martyrdom, but will definitely increase with the day of invasion, the great tribulation. That's that fifth seal. The fifth seal is the martyrdom where the dead saints that are sleeping are woken up by the strong delusion because the event of a demon sitting on the throne of God in heaven, is so blasphemous and so absolutely outrageous that it wakes up sleeping saints. And so those saints, woken up from their sleep, they ask God, when are you going to avenge us? When are you going to get revenge on our behalf? God tells them to go back to sleep, to rest a little while longer because their brethren, the rest of the saints that are alive right now, some of them must be martyred even as they were. Amen. So that fifth seal is the Great Tribulation, which includes martyrdom. Not not all the saints are going to be safe. We must face that reality some saints will be taken into places of safety in different locations across the world. That's very clear in Revelation 12 that there will be some saints nourished and protected by God supernaturally in the wilderness, different locations, secret. Amen. But at the same time, the devil, in Revelation 12, goes after the saints who do not go into the wilderness. And there will be some of those. And many people will be martyred and beheaded. There will be many more people to come into this ministry in these next few months. It is mind-blowing and exciting how many people that have joined the Mary groups in this past few days. There's a great exodus away from Facebook and Twitter. And many, 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 many people who have never heard of this ministry are joining our ministry groups. Only we, simply because they are there. It is a great alternative from Facebook and Twitter. And this is an opportunity for them to learn about the ministry and the seventh day and God's holy days and other parts of the truth. This great exodus away from Facebook and Twitter is also a great increase for the possibility of people learning and accepting the truth. It is awesome to see this. Amen. And as more and more plagues and sickness and death and war come upon this earth in these next few months, more and more people will be seeking, looking, for the answers about why all this is happening and what's going to happen next. And they will find the groups and the website. And more and more people are coming to the truth. Amen. Recently, Victor from India and Hindri from Malaysia have found the truth. Amen. Recently, BJ in India is being baptized this coming Sunday night. Amen. So the ministry is growing and will grow much more in these next few months as we see the prophecies come true. Amen. Now, we can expect that birth of the great tribulation in connection with the strong delusion. Amen. And all of this in connection with the Abraham Accords. Now let's go over to Revelation 12. Revelation chapter 12, please turn with me there in the PDF or paperback copy of the ALB. It's very important that you read the AOB Bible. It is not perfect. I continue to edit it, continue to fix it constantly. However, I can definitely, definitely can guarantee you that it is more accurate overall than your King James and NIV and other translations. Absolutely. And this Bible has been five years in the making, five years of going through it, fixing things that needed to be fixed, making it better and better and better on a constant basis. Very important that you read the AOV. Now, in Revelation 12, verse 1, a great sign appeared in the sky, a woman clothed with the sun, and the moon under her feet, and on her head a crown of twelve stars. The footnote there says, this refers back to Genesis 37. The sun refers to Jacob. The moon refers to the moms of Jacob's children. And the 12 stars refer to the 12 sons, the 12 tribes of Israel. But it also refers to the constellation of Virgo in September during the birth of Jesus because Jesus was born in the month of September. It does not refer to any end time event. It calls... It is starting back in history and it moves forward as we go throughout this chapter. It moves forward. Now, even though it is an event that's already accomplished, already fulfilled, even though that, it still has a symbolism of something that we should uh, understand, and that is that we got to understand. That Jesus was the Virgin; that He was the Virgo, born under the horoscope sign of the Virgin. So, uh, so we have to understand that. Verse two, and she—that is Israel—because remember, these these heavenly signs in verse one represent the twelve tribes of Israel. So she, being Israel, was with child, and she cried out, being in labor and in pain, to give birth. Israel gave birth. The footnote says Isaiah 66 refers to Israel as a woman giving birth to nations. So Israel ended up being 12 sons, 12 children rather than just one man. So it's multiple nations. So this helps us to understand that Israel is not just the Jews, but rather Israel is 12 nations. Amen. Including the United States and the British Commonwealth and so forth. Meaning more nations than 12 because the British Commonwealth is meaning other nations as well. So it's actually even more than 12 now because you've got grandchildren and great-grandchildren the British Commonwealth verse 3 then another sign appeared in the sky and behold a great red dragon we know that Satan having seven heads and ten horns and on his head seven crowns and his tail drew a third of the stars of the heaven and drew them to the earth and the dragon stood before the woman who was about to give birth so that she when she gave birth might devour the devil might devour or try to devour her child but now the symbolism goes to from Israel to Mary, that Mary, being an Israelite, gave birth to Jesus, and the devil trying to destroy Jesus in his childhood. Then we come down to verse five, and she gave birth to a son, a male, who is to rule all the nations with a rod of iron, and her child was called out to the fields and to his throne. So we know there that verse four. The woman is Mary, and the child is Jesus. Verse 6, And the woman fled into the wilderness, into the desert, where she had a place prepared by the theos, so that she would be nourished for 1,260 days. The footnote says, Joseph and Mary fled into Egypt for 1,260 days to hide from the king. There are still yet historical records in Egypt that Jesus' family was there for that length of time. Uh, Then it says verse 7 moves ahead to the time of the abomination of desolation in our time. So everything from verse 1 to verse 6 is already fulfilled. We don't have to look for a consolation in September. We don't have to look for... When when is this consolation? Because all of that's already fulfilled. That was Israel, and then Mary and Jesus. All of that is already gone and done and finished. Then we come up to our time in verse 7. And this verse 7 is going to talk about the war in heaven, which will be at the time of the strong delusion, at the time that Assad appears in the sky, that is a war in the sky, a war in heaven. Verse 7, and there was a war in heaven. Michael, which is the archangel Michael, and his angels waging in war with the dragon. The dragon and his angels waged war. Verse 8, and they, the demons, were not strong enough, and they There was no longer a place found for them in heaven. Verse 9, and the great dragon was thrown down, the serpent of old, who is called the devil and Satan, who deceives the entire world. He was thrown down to the earth, and his angels were thrown down with him. That's talking about the war in heaven at the strong delusion on the day of Purim of some year, whatever year. So this is not talking about the fall of Lucifer before the Garden of Eden. But rather it's talking about the next casting out of the devil out of heaven, the next one which comes on the term at the strong delusion. Verse 10, then I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our theos and the authority of our Christ has come, For the accuser of our brethren has been thrown down, he who accused them before our theos day and night. And they overcame him. The saints were overcome the devil because of the blood of the lamb and because of the word of their testimony. And they did not love their life even when faced with death. So we see there that not all of the saints will be protected. Not all of the saints will be protected. They're willing to die for the truth. They're willing to die for the name of Jesus. They will not submit to Islam. They will not submit to Assad. And they will die because they will not submit to the evil. Verse 12, For this reason, rejoice, over heavens, and you who dwell in there, talking about the angels, woe to the earth and to the sea, Because the devil has come down to you having great anger, knowing that he has a short time. And when the dragon saw that he was thrown down to the earth, he persecuted the woman who gave birth to the male. So this would mean that the devil would persecute Israel, who gave birth to Mary, who gave birth to Jesus. That the devil comes in a war and an invasion against Israel. However, this woman at this time of this verse starts taking on a double meaning. Remember that the congregation of the children of Israel in the Old Testament was the physical Israelites. And the Old Testament repeatedly, over and over and over and over, called the nation of Israel a congregation the congregation of Jezreel. So now we are the congregation, regardless of color, race, or nation, or language, if you are baptized in the ministry, you if you are baptized in the truth, not by Babylon, not by a false preacher, not by a Trinity preacher, not by a Christmas preacher, but if you are baptized by a true preacher in the truth then you are a member of the congregation regardless of color or language or nation and that makes you part of the congregation of Israel and now Israel is not only physical nations but also Israel is a spiritual body The body of Christ, and we are all Jews, and we are all spiritual Israelites, if we are baptized into Christ Jesus in the truth and covered by the Jewish blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. So, having those two meanings of Israel—being a physical tribes, physical nations—and a spiritual tribe, a spiritual nation, the kingdom of God, the church, the true church. This takes on the meaning right here that the devil will also come down to wage war with the church, with you and with me, with his congregation, as well as with the Jews. Verse 12, that the two wings of the great eagle, airplanes, were given to the woman in the church so that she could fly into the wilderness, the secret hidden places where she is nourished for a time and times and half a time, that's three and a half years, nourished for that long from the presence of the serpent. The serpent, the devil, poured water like a river out of his mouth, after the woman, after the church, so that he might cause her to be swept away with the flood. Now, what is the flood? Footnote says the breaking of dams, the Grand dam Dam, uh, <coughs> Grand Coulee Dam and the Hoover Dam and other dams, plus storms, plus armies. So physical true flooding, as well as the breaking of dams, which also causes flooding, as well as armies. Now, notice this break and forth of water that the devil does, when he is trying to attack the church and trying to attack Israel. When there is a childbirth, remember the theme of childbirth in 1 Thessalonians 5 and in Matthew 24, the theme of childbirth. Now, notice here in Revelation 12, there is also a theme of childbirth, right? Amen? There's a theme of childbirth in verse um, 2 and again in verse 4 and I believe maybe even again in verse 5. So there's a theme of childbirth, even though these are already fulfilled, and then comes the great tribulation. So we must prepare all these verses and get the ideal understanding now, the comprehension now, that this water breaking forth is a symbolism of birth, a water, a woman breaking her water. When a woman is ready to give birth, her water breaks. And not only is there a pouring forth of water but there's also a pouring forth of blood water and blood mixed and especially at the very birth itself with the the fluids that is covering the baby when the baby is born all these things the blood being the martyrdom of the saints and the water being armies and breaking of dams. In the Bible, there are different occasions where a flood represents physical armies, militaries. There are examples of that in the Bible. For example, Isaiah 8, as we have read many times over the past few weeks and months, Isaiah 8 talks about the Antichrist, the Assyrian, coming as a flood and overflowing the riverbanks. So that is a military invasion of Israel, meaning nations of Israel around the world. So this gives us a better understanding now that there is definitely a context of military armies trying to find you. Military armies trying to find and seek out members of the church, members of this ministry, and other people, even the faith Christians, even the false Christians, being attacked by the armies, especially those who refuse to worship Assad. Verse 16, but the earth helped the woman the church, and the earth opened in its mouth and drank up the river which the dragon poured out of his mouth. So the dragon was enraged with the woman, angry with the woman, and went off to make war with the rest of her children, the rest of the church, who keep the commandments of Theos and hold to the testimony of Jesus. Now Israel, physical Israel, the Jews, of course America also, But let's think about the Jews for a minute. What most people think of, when they think of Israel, most people think about the one tribe of the Jews. They do not hold the testimony of Jesus, do they? No. The Jews, the Israel that most people think of, do not hold the testimony of Jesus. Therefore, this woman in these verses of verse 13 to 17 cannot be talking about the Jews although it is talking about the Jews in one sense for the primary the primary fulfillment is actually the church the true church the true saints you and me and all the new people that will be coming into the ministry over these next Few months. If you are using your real name on the internet in the social media groups, I would encourage you today remove your real name from the social media groups, from Twitter, from Facebook, from MeWe, and from other online internet social medias and anywhere else across the internet where your name is all is able to be seen publicly, that is extremely unwise to have your name in a public internet setting. It is not wise. And I would encourage you to change it, and you can change it. And you don't need to delete it. I don't want people to, I mean, your entire account. You do not need to completely delete your social media account. That's not necessary. All you have to do is go into the settings, on your profile, your settings, and it will let you change the name. And use a name that sounds like a real name, but is not your real name. Or you can use a name that is very generic, Uh, such as Jesus Lover, whatever, you know? And I don't want to see three different people with Jesus Lovers, but that's just example but don't use that because then somebody else would say oh he stole my name so we can't have everybody using the same name i'll just throw that out there as an example of something very generic because you got to understand that there are going to be people muslims islamic groups antifa black lives matters They're already doing this, rounding up people's names on the Internet. They are. This was reported in the news. That they are already rounding up names of Trump supporters on the Internet and preparing to attack their homes, their houses, wherever they live, the schools, everything of people using their real names on the Internet that are supporting Trump. Very dangerous situation, and you need to remove your name from all of your public internet profiles everywhere as soon as possible. We need to be wise in these next few months. More and more violence will increase as President Trump begins to win the next court case. And then the next court case, and then the next court case, as he continues to win and win and win, he will lose some battles, but he's going to win most of these court battles. And as these communists and Nazis and Muslims begin to see that he is going to win the majority of these court cases and he's going to remain as the president of the United States, they are going to be pissed off and they will go to attack whoever they can find that supports Trump or supports even Christianity, that supports the the theme of Christians, that who supports, you know, that claims to be Christian, they will attack you just for claiming to be a Christian. Even if you don't even live in the truth, you'll still be outside, just being a Christian. So we need to be wise and careful. There is a company that is called Temple Coins and they have made a collector's coin in celebration of the accords. On the back of this coin is a sword that then turns into the symbols of peace and prosperity, aquaculture and technological advancements. And this all allures to the words of the prophet Isaiah that they should be restored into plowshares, into plows. The the um, person, the company that minted this coin, that made this coin, included a quote on the coin. The Abraham the Abraham Accords coin has a quote from the uh, has a quote from the Quran. So there's a Bible verse. Uh, or at least a theme of that Bible verse from Isaiah, and then a quote from the Quran. And the quote from the Quran says, "And if one inclines toward peace, it inclines toward you." And there's also a verse from the Book of Jeremiah on that coin, and it says, "On the coin, I will give you lasting peace in this place." So all these things are found on the coin, the collector's coin. the Abraham Accords now I have given in the notes if you are part of our social media groups I gave notes just before about an hour or two before we came on the broadcast today and I gave you a couple of links where you can check out about the coin and on those websites you can see these Bible verses quoted but yet these websites do not give the specific location of the Bible verse for Jeremiah. It gives the specific location for the book of Isaiah, the quote from Isaiah. But it does not give the specific verse number for Jeremiah. Why? Because they don't want you to know that the quote from the book of Jeremiah is a quote of a a false prophet. It's not a quote of God speaking. It's not a quote of Jeremiah speaking. It is a quote of a false prophet saying that there will be peace in the land. Let's turn to the book of Jeremiah now and examine this. This is Mm mind-blowing. Absolutely mind-blowing. Amen. Jeremiah 14, verse 11, is where we're going to start. And that's on page 60, if you have a paperback copy of the Alpha Bible. The Alpha and Omega Bible is a restoration of the original script using various different ancient manuscripts, including the Dead Sea Scrolls, the Codex Vaticanus, the Codex Alexandria, the Codex Sinaiticus, other codexes and other manuscripts that are available to the public. So we're reading from the Alpha and Omega Bible in Jeremiah 14, starting in verse 11, and we'll go down, God willing, we'll go down through verse 16. 860. Jeremiah 14, verse 11. And Jesus said to me, "Pray not for this people for their good, for though they fast, I would not listen to their supplication, their pleading, and though that they offer whole burnt offerings and sacrifices, I will take no pleasure for them in them, but I will consume them with sword and with famine and with pestilence. Those are those seals. Huh, interesting. Whoa whoa whoa, 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 look at that. That sword, that is the red horseman, the second seal of Revelation 6. That famine is the black horse. That pestilence is the green horse. These are the seals. Amen. Amen. And verse 13, and I said, O ever-living Lord, behold, the prophets prophesy and say, quote, you shall not see a sword, nor shall famine be among you. For I will give truth and peace on the land and in this place. Unquote. Then Jesus said to me, the prophets prophesy lies in my name. I sent them not, and I commanded them not, and I spoke not to them. For they prophesy to you false visions and deviations. And Whatever that word is, and prophecies or devices or imaginations of their own hearts. So this quote, and this is where it's from, because this is the only place in the Bible where this quote appears. The only place that you find on the Abraham Accords coin, collector's coin. They're quoting from a false prophet, and that's shocking that is mind-blowing they are quoting from a false prophet that says there will be peace in this place so that right there reveals to you that the abraham accords is directly connected with false peace just before the abomination of desolation And we're not going to see a temple built because the temple of God is in heaven. And the book of Revelation says so two times. We do not need to see any such fairy tale fulfilled of what your pastors, your churches, your websites, your denominations have taught you wrongly all of your life that you're going to have to see A temple built on the Temple Mount get real the Muslims would never allow such ever 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 it doesn't matter what president what prime minister or what false god appeared to say let's build this temple the Muslims would never allow such a Jewish temple on the Temple Mount no way get real Wake up to reality. We are at the door to the Great Tribulation, which is verified and confirmed by these Abraham Accords and the, the current pestilence that we are eyewitnessing. You can have all of your opinions and your false doctrines and your all your preachers, but once you see these things with your own eyes. Then you should be able to wake up and say, you know what? They lied to me. They lied to me about the temple being rebuilt. They lied to me about the seven years. They lied to me about a pre-trial rapture. They lied to me about the identity of the antichrist and of the ten toes. They lied to me about everything those false preachers did. Once you come to realize that, Amen. Once you come to realize that, false. Prophets, saying, Peace, peace. When there is no peace, what else does God say about this? In verse 15, therefore, thus saith Jesus, concerning the prophets, the false prophets, that prophesy lies in my name, and I sent them not, who say sword and famine shall not be upon this land. They should die by a grievous death, and the prophets shall be consumed by famine, and the people to whom they prophesy? They also should be cast out in the streets of Jerusalem because of the sword and the famine. And there should be none to bury them because they're all going to be dead or captive. There should be none to bury them, and their wives also, and their sons, and their daughters shall die thus. And I will pour out their wickedness upon them. Amen. Vendage is coming. Amen. There is a day of repay that's coming to every nation on this earth. Amen. Remember also in Revelation 6 that the first seal, the white horse, is false peace. Nobel, Nobel Peace Prize winners, false religion, and so forth. And the Olympics and the other Nobel Prizes is all part of that white horse first seal. Now all four of those horses they are active all at the same time. We have Nobel Peace Prize winners, I guess, every year, every four years, I don't know. We have the Olympics every four years. We have other Nobel Prizes. All of this. And we have false prophets, false religion constantly, nonstop. So all of that is part of that white horse. But then that red horse, the second seal is communism and war and sword and revolution all of that being part of the second seal so that's active at the same time as false religion and false peace then you come to the black horse in revelation six that black horse is nazism hitler the great depression all of that it's been fulfilled already but all these horses ride all at the same time also one is released, and then another joins the other. The other one doesn't go away. The next horse is released. He joins the other horses. The other one does not go away. They all become a team, and they work together upon this earth. And power is given to all his horses. Amen. And so the Nazism is still alive. <clears throat> Nazism is the Democrats'. The communists, the Nazis, the Muslims, and anyone else that denies the Jewish Holocaust, anybody that denies the Holocaust, they are a Nazi. Amen. Anyone that does not support Israel is a Nazi. Amen. It is the spirit of Hitler that are in these Democrats and in all these conspiracy theories, spirit, conspiracy theorists, people. Who are against Israel and always 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 saying that that the Jews rule the world and that everything is with the Jews' fault. And the New World Order is the Jews. It's all about the Jews, and they are the synagogue of Satan. All these people who are spewing out these lies, what they are doing is sharing Islamic and communist propaganda, and they are Nazis. And the truth is not in them. Because the truth is that the New World Order, they are the Muslims, not the Jews. They are the Muslims, they are the Democrats, which sometimes includes Jews, of course. There are some leftist Democrat Jews. But it's not all Jews, it's not the nation of Israel. It is Those leftist people, whether they be Jew or Russian or Chinese or American or whatever color, race or language, it is those people that hate Israel and hate God and hate the Jews, they are Nazis. Then you finally come to the fourth horse, which most most translations say a pale horse, which is a very, very, very poor translation. Is more accurately a pale green or green horse. So that green horse is the sacred color of Islam. And it is Islam, but it is also pestilence and death. Notice how the red horse of communism has the fruit, the end result of communism is war and sword and revolution. The nazism the fruit of nazism is famine and starvation when hitler reigned in germany he brought starvation to the entire world even the great depression in the united states was because of hitler famine is the fruit of nazism the fruit of islam is disease and death death by war death by disease because wherever the Muslims go, they shit in the streets and spread disease and do all kinds of other blasphemous things that spread disease among the population, and that is historical fact and is what we see now happening and occurring. So there's a direct connection, direct connection between disease and famine and death and all these of political systems each one of these horses is a spirit of a political system in connection with other things natural things such as disease and starvation these things all combined and connected with each horse and they all ride at the same time so we're seeing an increase right now and we will continue to see an increase in Islamic domination and viruses, bacteria, and death even connected with the vaccines. All this to be increased over these next few months as well as an increase of false peace, Abraham Accords. We can now add Abraham Accords in with the white horse. And communism and Nazism and Islam these are also uh, the mark of the beast 666 the first six that John drew he drew the what sticker the second six that John drew he drew the name of Allah the third six that John drew in Revelation 13 is the commonest symbol of the sickle and hammer commonest flag so this confirms god's words god's own word confirms his own word so this is not my interpretation this is not my opinion the bible confirms it between the different chapters of the bible revelation 13 the 666 confirms revelation 6 the seals and vice versa the horses confirm the true identity of 666 being three political religious systems and that is Communism, which is religious, believe it or not. Everybody serves a god, rather they want to admit it or not. A god. Communism serves the devil. So does these other political assistants. They all serve the devil. And it's all a religion of Satanism. And those high elite. They all serve the devil. And they know it. Putin knows. Amen. Leader of China, he knows. Those top elites, they know. They're not blind. They're not ignorant. Don't be deceived. They know what they are doing, those that are at the very top. So, you've got to understand that I believe that this is a confirmation, the latest confirmation of the timing and how much time we got left i've been really 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 re-examining myself over and over and over in prayer asking god to show me how much time we got left don't let me be deceived is this really going to be this next term are we really at the door of the great tribulation we need to know we need to understand we need to comprehend and what god brought me in response to all this was the information about the Abraham Accords. Abraham Accords, 1 Thessalonians 5, 3. While they are saying peace and safety, sudden destruction should come upon. And that is the page right before the strong delusion. The theme of birth in Revelation 12, in Matthew 24, verse 8. Matthew 24, verse 8 is right before the martyrdom. All of this is connected. All of this confirms that this Abraham Accords is a sign from God that we need to pay attention to. We also saw another heavenly sign this month. I guess it's all month long in the month of November, that we can see eight or nine planets. There's only nine planets in our solar system. And in this month right here, we can see at least eight, maybe all nine of them. I think eight of them. Well, of course we can see our own planet. If you count our own planet, you can see eight. And maybe it's even Pluto. I don't know. I have to look at that. And but that's an amazing number of planets that you can see. I don't know if that means with your naked eye or, or what. I guess it does. Again I have to double check. But they're saying that this is a rare sight. That there is something special about that this month they said it happened again back on July 4th that's significant because what happened on July 4th there was some kind of a heavenly sign eclipse there was an eclipse of either the moon yeah the moon there was a lunar eclipse of the moon on July 4th and then there was a solar eclipse what was it? Maybe the first day of uh, summer, I believe it was, on the summer solstice. If I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. And then next month, on the first day of winter, there's going to be uh, what's called the great conjunction of the alignment of two stars on top of each other, which are actually two planets, Saturn and maybe Jupiter. We have to double check on that. And then there was another sign in heaven. This year as well. That's on the notes, so we have to look that up. We can add to the notes this November of being able to see where it talks about the heavenly signs. We can add to that about this month, being able to see, I guess, all the planets. And that happened on July 4th. Add that to the notes. That happened on July 4th at the same time we had the lunar eclipse on Independence Day. So that makes a connection, that makes a connection between that particular heavenly sign on July 4th directly connected with the heavenly sign this month, because it comes back and repeats itself this month. So repeatedly, over and over and over, this year has been full of heavenly signs. We need to pay attention to these signs even as Jesus himself did teach. And he condemned the disciples or the Pharisees, whoever it was, for not being able to discern the signs. Amen. No matter what happens, remember this. God is in control, even of the wicked. Even of wicked kings, even of military, even of armies and war and famine and disease, it's not out of control. God has got it all under control and it all has to come. It all has to be fulfilled. Scripture, the Bible, even the Bible itself says that Scripture must be fulfilled. So all this must happen. Don't grieve about it. It's going to happen. It's got to happen. And the kingdoms of this world must fall and end in order to become the kingdom of God, to come in and put an end to all the suffering. I think about Alzheimer's victims, all these old people with Alzheimer's disease that are out of their mind. Their children, their grandchildren, and their loved ones dealing with that situation it is a tragedy. It's very, very extremely sad. I think of people in nursing homes, in prisons, and the deception we have on this earth, the abortions. I think of all the different sickness and cancer and all the bad things upon this earth. And i come to the conclusion I do not feel at home. And this is not my home. And I don't want to continue this life. I want the kingdom of God to come and rescue and deliver all these people. How great of a deliverance that should be, that we should crave for and groan within ourselves, Romans 8. We should groan within ourselves, warning and waiting for our release from this bondage of sickness and death. We should want release from all this tragedy, wickedness upon this earth. We should crave coming of the kingdom of God. Let go of this world let go and let God let go and let God pray and beg even as the saints that wake up and beg for revenge beg for the coming of the Lord we need it and we need it bad let it come don't hold it back anymore. Please don't pray for peace. Pray for the great tribulation to come so that we can be delivered. Amen. Praise God. Praise God, Almighty Jesus, for your presence, Lord. Thank you for your presence in this place. Thank you for your presence. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for opening our eyes that we may see. Thank you, Lord, for opening our hearts. Thank you for letting us feel your emotions. Thank you, Lord, for preparing us the end of this age and the beginning of the next. We want to be ready. We want to be ready. And we pray that we'll be found worthy of our calling. We pray that we'll be found worthy, able and willing and obedient unto our calling of which you have called us with a high calling And you have entrusted us with the most important generation that has ever existed. Thank you for choosing us such a time as this. Bring it on. Bring it, Father, that we may prove ourselves and glorify your name. Father, please help our brothers and sisters to get ready please help us all to repent of our sins and our transgressions please help us Lord to humble ourselves please help us to feel a greater measure of your spirit of the Holy Ghost in our lives please give us true prophecy and let not any of the prophecy fall to the ground unfulfilled. Bring it to pass and delay no longer. Show us your face. Father, your timing and your will in all of this, in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Praise Jesus. Amen. Praise God. The baptism, Brother A.J. in India. Finally, getting baptized this Sunday night at midnight. And then that next morning, we'll have special services for the new moon, the ninth month of the year. The Bible does teach us to gather together for worship on the first day of each month as a time for increased worship and fellowship. We are not to forsake the gathering of ourselves together, and so much more so as the day draws near, we need to gather even more, not less. So the first day of each month is a perfect time on the clock, on God's calendar, to gather together for additional fellowship and support, encourage one another, support one another. In these times amen special services Monday morning at 7 a.m. Eastern time amen praise God if you have not yet checked out the ministry website we do encourage you to check out our ministry website the address is very easy to remember I saw the light ministries I saw the light ministries Dot com, And we have these worship services every Saturday at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, Eastern time, every Saturday for the live worship services for the seventh day of the week. I also encourage you to check out the Alpha and Omega Bible, which you can find on the Internet as well as on the ministry website. There is a search box on the bottom of the page, on every page on the website. There is a search box where you can type in words that you're looking for. If you want to look up what we teach about the Trinity, Sunday, or Saturday, or Christmas, or Easter, or Passover, or any other topic, just type in some words in that search box, and it will show you, direct you, and lead you to the articles. I do encourage people to do that before they ask me, Before you ask me a question because more and more and more people are coming into the ministry, and that takes up more of my time, and there will be more people coming into the ministry. But if you cannot find the answer on the website and you can't find it in the Bible, then please contact me, and I'll be glad to help you out as soon as possible. Please pray for baptism for BJ for success with that and for God to save them and come and live inside BJ with the presence of the Holy Ghost please pray for that please pray for the next sermon for God to give me that message and please keep my wife in prayer please keep each other all of us in prayer we still got to get Bibles to Algeria, to the Algerian congregations. we still going to get Bibles to the Zimbabwe congregation. And there's a possibility that we might have uh, some congregations in Kenya soon, maybe, perhaps. We'll see how that works out. Uh, but other than that, everybody's got their Bibles, except for also BJ and some of the new people. And I do want everybody to make, get in the paperbacks Bible, a priority because there's not much time left to order things and receive them in the mail because there's going to be more bacteria, more viruses, more death, more war, more restrictions. If you're going to order these Bibles, do it and do it now and order them with the very fastest possible way of shipping. And if you have to borrow the money or put it on a credit card or apply for a credit card or However you've got to do, do it one way or another and get these Bibles because time for them to be delivered before the invasions, if it really does happen, this next term for the strong delusion, then that's less than five months away. We ain't got much time. Please, urgent. This is very, very urgent. And God knows that I'm not trying to make money on this. But rather, I'm just trying to get the most accurate translation of the Bible to you. That is my goal. That is my heart. That is my mind. And God is my witness in that. Amen. Brother Rogers, you got anything to add? Sister Brittany, you got anything to add? We'll come sing us a song, honey? Next week? Ah, huh? really? You really? Woo! Baby! Woo! Oh! Whoa! I cannot wait! Woo! Okay, I get practicing. Right, well, we're gonna hold you accountable for that. Okay. All right. And. Wow. We praise the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Wherever you are, don't be shy. Don't be shy. And the Lord will shine upon you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise God. All right. I'll let you all go and go eat. We'll do whatever you need to do. Praise the Lord. And I'll talk to you all later. 10, 4, and now. Amen. And the congregation said, Amen. Amen.